Hey guys, we're still trying to improve the sound quality of this podcast. Please bear with us, and we thank you for listening and for continuing to support this podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Daily Round. It's me, Denny, with my partner. Sherwin, Sherwin, Sherwin. Yeah, and I'm here. So we're back together after a long time. <laughs> I think this is the first episode in a long time. Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Now we're finally together. <laughs> We've been recording with um alone alone with other friends. Kamusta <laughs> <laughs> How have you been? <laughs> uh but Getting by with a little help from my friends. From us. Uh, we from see us. each other every day, by the way. Mm-hmm. But this is the only time that we were able to get together again to record via Skype again. Thanks, Skype. Mm-hmm. So, we kind of... We were talking about what topic to talk about tonight. And we just remembered that it's board season. It was board season a week ago. Parang that was that a week ago, two weeks ago, first week of November. Uh, they resumed PRC resumed the physi- physician licensure exam, and then I think two weeks after, uh, for the March boards bayon, and then they resumed. In regular, semi-regular programming, the boards that was supposed to be in September, they held it two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, pero wala pang results, no? They haven't released the results yet. Uh, I don't think they wala have. Pang congratulations sa ano, <laughs> Facebook feed. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since, um, I mean... I think the original date of the PLE has been moved um several times. So um actually read an article before so, uh, I I don't know but it's a news article now. I think in the last September um I think the total of examinees were around 1400. So mm-hmm. so that's one that's 1420 um Aspiring doctors who took the PLE, and it's a two-day event, and I'm not so sure regards the passing rate of the PLE um, this year. Um, because um, if if you are not um, aware, usually the the physician licensure exam it's it's held um, twice a year. It's usually a two-day event. Actually, it's a two. No, actually, it's a two-weekend event. So there's part one, part two, two consecutive weekends, and after you take it, usually, usually you you'll get the results after around three to four days, mm-hmm. and that's when the con- congratulations come in. Yeah, a lot of congratulatory posts and long famous. Uh, <laughs> awards night level, I know. Um, thank you posts from the board passers. Yeah. So we thought about what to talk about tonight, and we wanted to talk to to talk to you about the things that we did 
before the boards, like how we prepared for the boards, both for the physician licensure exam and for the specialty boards exam, which is mm. uh, um, I am specialty boards exam. Yes. And what to do after, immediately after, that's, a couple of that's days the after. hard part. Yeah, <laughs> that's the harder part. You don't know what to do. But I think it's a little bit early. It's a little bit different when it comes to the physician licensure exam because right after taking the board exam, I think your options are, you're, it's not limited actually. So you you have so many options. It depends on what kind of specialty you want to get into. Mm-hmm. So I remember before when I was preparing for, at least when I was um, reviewing for the physician licensure exam, uh, actually, I already know where I'm going to go. And for some hospitals, you can actually submit applications pending the licensure exam results. So mm-hmm. right after you get the results, you go right into pre-residency. Did you do that? I think I I just filled out an application, I think. Then after the board exam, I just rested for like one week. Then I Got I went straight to residency. Yeah. So, but what did you do? Did you um for the preparation before the boards? Did you attend any review school review centers for the physician licensure exam? Uh yeah, actually I did. Um, I attended the uh, top notch. Mm-hmm. I attended yeah the top notch review center. So the one in San Juan. Yeah. Um, again, the, the, I think, I don't know if it's true, at least during the time when I took it, the top-notch review center was one of the biggest review centers when it comes to the PLE. Not the biggest, yeah, if not the yeah. biggest. And if not the most expensive. So, <laughs> they have um, the branches. I think they have the different branches, not only in Manila. They have, I think, in the province, in if QC. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Q's. And they have an exclusive, parang exclusive in-house review for um, Ateneo. Yeah, yeah, I heard of that. So it's a it's a very adequate review because you're not only reviewing. I mean, academic-wise, you're actually they're actually preparing you for the whole thing holistically. So mm-hmm. they're they're going to teach you to rest. Um, techniques on how to study, um, scheduling-wise. So yeah. at least that, that's what I. It works, but and but I have to be honest. I also took the because I'm from UST. I also took the UST in-house board review. I took it at the same time with the top-notch review. How was it? Okay, naman. Ano yung mas high some I'm I won't say all, but there are some subjects where I think top notch was more helpful compared to mm-hmm. USD. But there are some subjects that USD is more well fruitful <laughs> compared to top notch. So I took it I took the the I took both simultaneously because in the USD review it's a lot shorter compared to top notch. It'll take months. Mm-hmm. So you can actually overlap the two and just okay. think of which subjects you want to attend. Okay. So that, you at least that's what I did. During our time, we had to 
apply or parang send a reservation, join a list to be part of Top Notch. Do you remember that? Or it, I don't know if it was our yeah. batch. We had, yeah, there was so had pre-registration. Yeah, a pre-registration that you have to text within a certain um, hour, a certain amount of time, and then if you don't, you're going to for you won't ha- you can't get in anymore because the slots yeah. are f- easily filled. So I remember, I have I have two f- I have friends who are sisters in med school, and only one of them was able to text, and she didn't. She didn't. She wasn't. She thought that her sister was going to text as well. So, hindi na siya sa text na reservation. <laughs> so it ended up na siya lang yung notch. and then the other one had to had to go to another review center. But I think that it worked for them. Yes, I guess they have material from different sources. Materials from two different sources. In yung experience. Well, but yeah, I mean, that part was already nerve wracking. Like, what if I don't get a slot? Well, there's definitely the top notch experience. Definitely, I would attest to that. That it's mm-hmm. um, it's it's a it's a lot different from the the all the reviews I've attended. Top notch is it's very comprehensive. Mm-hmm. So. I think, well, when I attended, it's not like your typical class because I think they're actually preparing you um, in all ways. Eh? To, just to give you an example, they actually brought in a Scantron machine just to debunk the myths of you can't erase on a Scantron and that mm-hmm. it won't be read. So, like a- yeah, can you imagine uh, they would go to that length to at least ease your co- calm you down when it comes to the exam and when mm-hmm. that you have to be on this on this subject or you have to be able to finish at least this amount of topics para to be on track and to not be delayed I think that's the part yeah. that I liked about them yeah but I think just to sum it up, I mean, in a nutshell, I think top notch is extremely spoon feeding you when it comes to review. <laughs> so if you know nothing when you come to the review, after the review, it's like they crammed everything in your head. So which is a good thing for a review. But if you're if you're the type of person that you want to study alone, you just want to read your notes in peace. I think you should go for a, another. Review yeah, class. Not top notch, yeah. Not yeah. Because top notch is really, really structured. Eh? They'll give you a, a very structured um, plan that you have to, at least, at least you have to try to adapt to that plan. If you like, if you have your own agenda, that's different. It's I difficult. I think that's one of the things I learned during review, that if you have a different learning style, then you should mm-hmm. look for a place where they can cater to that learning style. Because um, I, I had friends who got into Top Notch and then in the middle of it, they they paid this much money, but they realized that this is not the learning style that's effective for them. So they just ended up ditching the whole thing. Yeah. They've already paid for it, so but it's not working for them. So, yeah. So before you enroll in any 
in any uh, review center, um, research on um, what just you have to know the kind of your learning style, what works, what suit, what works for you, what suits you, and I think you'll have an you 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 should have an idea about what that is since since med school you should know that if you're a visual kind of person if you just like to listen you want to be alone you want something interactive and then i think there are some multiple a variety of um uh, review centers they just meet two times a week half day <clears throat> excuse me unlike mm-hmm. top notch that that starts from the from morning and then sometimes my my sessions at night so if you're not that kind of um learner then um yeah better to look for another place and not be peer pressured into just going to top notch because all of your friends are there mm-hmm. yeah. so well maybe you can just meet up with them after <laughs> yeah but study. it's a different story you also can't be too overconfident because I also have friends who are just at least during that time, they were so overconfident that they didn't think that the review center would be helpful. So they didn't take it at all. Then they don't have a structured plan on how to study and they ended up failing. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> it really depends on you. If you think you need a security blanket, then by all means, just, just get a review center because. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much you spend on the review center. If you pass the PLE, it, it'll be so worth it. <laughs> and for your parents as well, I think. Oh, yeah. they're Of course, they're the ones <laughs> going to pay for it. I remember, where did you take the PLE? Where? I, as in... The, the testing site. The testing site, the UE. UE in Rector. I took it in Metropolitan Hospital. Oh. I, I remember I remember it very clearly because um they'll go they're assigning everyone the, it depends on your surname, so it's alphabetical. They'll mm-hmm. assign you to, to wherever what wherever school they they rented or what. So I was assigned in Metropolitan Hospital and top-notch being top-notch that they are so they will send representatives to each of the different different um, help you. testing sites to help you to guide you where to go and to provide pencils if you run out of pencils to just then, be the yeah and they'll also provide you with chocolates and snacks <laughs> just in case you didn't bring yours or too scared to eat so top notch. So also uh, aside from that, they will also um at, at least from in my part, I think they they're going to help everyone with the permit the, I mean the testing permits or everything. The testing permits, yeah. Like yeah. if you encounter problems, then they'll also remind you it's the deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, this isn't a paid ad or anything from Top Notch. <laughs> no, but we would appreciate it. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, Top Notch is good. Okay. Then I remember when I nung sa testing site ko, kasi, um, kasi it was in Manila and I live in Quezon City. So 
it's very difficult and it's it's quite far away from my house the testing site and it just it just so happens that my friend lives near the metropolitan hospital as in it's he's walking distance from there so i i said na the night before i'll sleep there so the next morning i'll just walk to metropolitan no need to bring a car no need to bring mm-hmm. anything i won't be late i remember that eh. but that was the most difficult night of my life the night before the first testing day i d- i think it's a bad idea to live in someone else's house before the big day yeah i agree <laughs> so, so you so after that umuwi ka na no i actually stayed <laughs> the following week no it was so the, i don't know i, I was scared the, at least the they always tell you do not study the night before your exam You can't do it. No, it's not possible to not open a book the night before the exam. Yeah, but they always tell you not to. But of course, you will. When the last <laughs> minute preparations, you're trying to cram as much information as you can. Then I remember it that time that because the exam would, will start around 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And it was 3 a.m. the night before or the morning before. And I was still wide awake inside <laughs> My friend's house in the guest room, wide awake. I cannot sleep at all. <laughs> so I think I slept at around 4 a.m. I slept just for maybe two to three hours before the exam. Would you say? Would you say that that's the biggest um, day of someone's medical career? Um, maybe after passing, after passing the boards. I think Brian, that's the one day you prepare like the shit out of yourself. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah. the I mean that's for, for me. That's my opinion. I think that's something I don't want to hype it up, but it's something you really should prepare 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 for, and it's just gonna define everything after that. No, I think it's very important because it's the it's the one thing that would separate you from a med student or an intern is the licensure yes, exam. Is the license? Yeah. So even if even if you're a very good intern who knows what what you're doing, if you're not licensed, you're not supposed to be doing that. So. <laughs> I think it is. It, it's one of the most important things that you have to do, and really you have to exert effort, a lot of effort to it. And if you don't, then you'll, you'll just end up being a. You can't even moonlight if you're not yeah. a, a licensed physician, and it's illegal to practice medicine without a license. So yes, it is very important. It's a gateway for all the good opportunities in life. So yeah. we have to prepare well for that. Uh, do you mm-hmm. remember what your bow notes for the what your snack was? Red ribbon inside empanada. <laughs> we all I think sold out palagi yung red ribbon pagka ano eh, pagka boards. I I remember my friend the the ba nakitulog ako dun sa bahay ng friend ko so. He, 
parang he was the one who bought the empanada. <laughs> Red ribbon empanada, maliit lang yun eh. So, he bought some. I think he bought two or three. I, no, I think he bought a bunch. It's around mga five, six pieces, I think. Then, he, at first, he had he had high hopes for it. Na, na masarap siya or what. Pero uh-huh. when he tasted one bite, <laughs> I, I just saw his face. Crumbled. Sabi niya, I can't, I can't. So, <laughs> he ended up just taking one bite so so that he can tell everyone how oh, I also took this empanada for good luck. Did you study yeah. outside? Would you still go to uh, coffee shops to study or do you are you the type who just stays stays at home? No, I studied. I studied outside as well. Um, I studied um at least before. Uh, during the PLE, my favorite study site was in Robinson's Magnolia. Uh, I used to be there around two, three times a week in Coffee Bean. Coffee Bean, yeah. At least that that was during the PLE. But when it came to the 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 PSBIM I had a different site. Where in Green Hills? No, in um Starbucks Temple Drive. Ah uh, yeah yeah. So okay, in, so after yeah. the boards, um, so is it was your preparation for the PLE the same as your preparation for the PSBIM? No, 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 no. It'd be surprised. Sobrang different. Yeah. I, I I was thinking about that when reviewing for the for the PSBIM. This is so much different than so much different than three four years ago. The time mm-hmm. I took PLE. You see, before the PLE, you could marathon some marathon a lot of um subjects or topics in a day or you can stay up until whatever time you want to study and then when you're post when you're post residency training and you've spent all your all your energy on duties and whatnot i just found i found it really hard to stay up and study ng super na parang five hours straight, ten hours straight, which what which was what I did well, during the the PLE. It's, no, I don't know if it's aging or if it's just because. No, I think the main difference between the PLE and the PSBAM is uh, when you were reviewing for the PLE. I remember you you had time. You can you can actually review the PLE for one, the one oh, I think own. one month before the exam and you'll still pass. With the PSBAM, the difference the difference is you start reviewing on your third year in in medical residency. So well, basically, you have to start reviewing the day you get into residency, like reading yeah. books and whatever. Yeah, but well, to to be very realistic, it's almost impossible to read Harrison's during your first year. You get to read it some mm-hmm. in your second year, and when your third year, yeah, that's a time when you actually read it a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember that because um, when I was reviewing, I remember I started reviewing for the PSBAM. I mean, 
seriously reading Harrison's. It's around I think my six months into internal medicine residency. I mean, six months into my third year in in medical residency. Then I started the intense review. I mean, you read the Harrison. He read Harrison's every day. I started that I think December. Then I. Because the exam is in March, ano yeah, March 1. So I started really intense studying it December, in December. Did you moonlight before? Or did mm-hmm. you just start from, did you did you just study from after residency to before the boards? Yeah. I didn't moonlight na. Uh, I was too scared to moonlight. Because if you, if you do moonlight, I, I think you're... You'll be too tired na to to read. I think that's for me. I don't think I can manage. I still took duties. I had duties in December, twice a week duties in January, mm-hmm. uh, January before the boards, and then I and then clinics in between. Mm-hmm. I think and then centers in between the duties. So I would have two duties per week, uh, two 24-hour duties per week, and then um, two to three days at the dialysis center, and then the rest of the time trying to study. And then I stopped going on duties just a month before the board, so mga Feb. Okay naman. <laughs> I remember I was, um I, I made my own calendar of what topic I have to read because mm-hmm. I to be honest you don't have to read everything when it comes to the PLE they'll give you a list of of I think they I think they're what they call it tier one tier two tier three topics mm-hmm. that category one category yeah category one category two na where most questions yeah. will be at so mm-hmm. you can just focus on those and I I did that so I I actually made it day to day so i have to finish this topic on day one i have to finish this topic on day two and so i think i i did yeah i finished that i finished reading but there were some some just some topics i didn't read at all and that that also came out in the, in the <laughs> psba <laughs> so i, I the PSBIM after after me right? the year after I did so iba na yung yeah. were you using the new horizons already yeah Maybe yeah yeah we, yeah we were the first batch to use the 20th edition of horizons so we had a brand new book did you attend the um PGH review I did and and <laughs> <laughs> What I can say, yeah, I think PGH is the best. Um, I think their review materials is the best review materials the week before the exam. Because it's it's not like the top notch that basically spoon feed spoon feeding you. It's like they'll give you. Um, it's like a question and answer based review should so, already know something yeah you should already know something because um basically 
if you don't know this and they'll give you the answer, you good luck. <laughs> you just find just find out why the answer is like that. So I think it's the best that like I said, it's the best review one week before the exam because it will test your knowledge on if you still know this or if you don't know something. Yeah, and then you can still go back. You have yeah. time to go back. Okay, so, so I did that. It's good. So what did you but did you attend any other review centers for the PSBIM? Um wait. No, I just no, just the PJH review. Just the PJH one and then self review. Yeah. Okay. And so, basically it's just based on Harrison and some guidelines and uh, I printed all the guidelines and I read all the guidelines. <laughs> And right I, now, they're scratch papers. <laughs> I think um, what they said was you have to eat, breathe, live the TB guidelines. Yeah. Because they come out in PM, they come out in two subjects, the pulmo, pulmo part and the infectious disease part. So yes. if you know it by heart, then you have a pretty good chance of Nailing already two subjects. Mm-hmm. So, and the TB you? guidelines are not. They're it's the TB guidelines is a book. <laughs> it's not, basically not, a small not, book. Yeah. It, it it really has everything that you should know about how to handle TB in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't you don't have to read the chapter in Harrison's for TB. But you have to know by heart the TV guidelines, at least during our time. Yeah, definitely. I think the TV, I think TV, it's not supposed to be something that an internist should know only. I think even the GP should know TV by uh-huh. heart, at least in this country. Did you, um, was, how did you wait? I mean, how were you? while waiting for the results. Oh, I was having fun. <laughs> what kind of fun? No, I just I just no, I remember when when we were waiting for the PSBM results, that was the time the pandemic was already starting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kasi March 1 kayo nang Yeah. I think we were the last uh, or at least one of the last few exams that were done Pen, pencil and paper style that we were all together in one room mm-hmm. not online well, not still, anything we, in, in USD yeah in USD okay so, we're sorry for the other um our other listen, listeners who are not um internal medicine residents or I am inclined um we'll, but yeah well, basically, this is our experience. So I think, but I think it encompasses most subspecialties anyway. Um, the general feeling of you know, preparations for the boards and what you should do, should not do, basically are the same. But um, mm-hmm. I think in AM, it's a bit easier for us because we don't have any oral exams. Yeah. Um, like before, the before they do. But then, and sobrang daming gustong mag-IM, so I don't think they could accommodate all of us to um to interview, to 
hold oral exams for us. But I think um the other surgical the other non-surgical um sub um specialty like pediatrics they, they still have oral exams. So yeah, it's a separate. Uh, well, that's a different um preparation altogether for the for the orals. And I think for OB, they do have a lot of requirements for you to be able to qualify for the um oral exams, if I'm not mistaken, like number of cases, and then you just, you have to yeah. very meticulously um put together book um book or record of your cases operative techniques and whatnot but maybe we'll have to um invite people <laughs> to talk about that one of these days but did you ever have like a crazy moment while waiting for the board results or were you just you waited calmly or did you already did you feel but you had the feeling na ba na, okay na in the bag then and I shoot now well I wasn't I wasn't confident <laughs> definitely so I remember waiting at least for the PLE I was waiting calmly basically remember remember I think I, I had three board exams during my lifetime right now so I'm I'm actually quite used to to handling <laughs> the waiting game. The the PLE was my first, so mm. um, yeah. I, I also fun. took the board exam for nutrition, so yeah. nutrition, then the PLE, then the PSBIM. So I think the waiting I'm quite used to the waiting game, and but it doesn't get easy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get easier. There's no preparation for it. Yeah. So I just all the th- all the things that um of of all the tests, I think the the only similarities between them is that the day when the day comes that the results finally arrive, you'll the website will crash <laughs> because of the. <laughs> Everyone trying to get th- to see their names and that and that you'll you'll find one of your friends who actually took a screenshot of your name and he will send it to you and you'll be so happy. <laughs> then you you'll wait and wait until you see you it yourself. Huh? Do you remember the exact time or how you, and then the exact moment you found out? Do you still remember? Yeah, I was playing. Yeah, I was playing computer games. I remember I was playing. Then one of my friends took a screenshot of my name and sent it to me. But I was um, before that because we have we have our own Viber group, me and my co-residents, and there was already a rumor in in our Viber group that. At 100. least our hospital has a 100% passing rate. Yeah. So when that news got leaked, then we were happy, but we still needed confirmation needed because it's just know. a rumor. Yeah. You needed, needed the evidence. Yeah. So at least we were we were intently clicking on the refresh buttons uh, computer. 
until at least someone someone got actually got in. Yeah. I, I remember your... for the PLE, I was one of the first few who actually logged in sa sa PRC yeah. website and uh, and actually got the whole list, the PDF list of all the passers. Mm-hmm. So um people were actually asking me to check their names and bask in the bask in that's fine but i remember there's one one moment one of my friends was asking me to check the name of one of his friends and i cannot find the name on the list how did you how did you break the news i cannot find their name on the list That, that's exactly what I said. I cannot find the name on the list. And she's break the news. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. That was hard. Because <laughs> it's it's so hard if you're may barkada then one of one of your barkada, one of your friends actually didn't make it. Yeah. That's it's hard. hard. To, it's hard to celebrate. Yeah. And that happened so. Mm, sorry. I remember the exact moment I found out. I was I was at my grandmother's place in San Juan. Mm-hmm. I think that was the day I decided to go to Manila to process my residency application. Yeah. I was I was waiting in Manila in Laguna and nothing was happening. So I thought maybe today's the day that I process my my stuff for residency so i was stuff was open and i was just trying to refresh and then biglang lumabas yung list <laughs> and then so i called my friend and then i said oh my god oh my god naku, ano, parang nabuksan ko na yung list nabuksan ko na without checking my name yet so my friend tells me can you check, check my name go check my name go kaya lang kasi siya r siya tas ako p Mm-hmm. So while I was scrolling through the list, I already saw my name, and then but I had to keep it in because I we still had to look for her name. we both passed because I wouldn't know how to handle that if one of us didn't have it. So our so I also had a friend. I have a friend, and then we have this promise na oh pagka yung isa sa atin hindi bumasa. Let's just be happy for each other. <laughs> it's going to be really, really hard to celebrate if one of your dearest friends and like the person, the peop- one of the people you spent like med school with didn't make it. So, but I'm glad all of my friends made it. So, yeah. it was a good night. September 4, 2014 was a good night. Oh, you remember the exact date? Yeah. And then we went out drinking after that. <laughs> Classic med school, ano yun eh. Ritual. So, um, did so you said you applied to residency a week after you got the re- got the results, tama? Yeah, I think it was less than a week. Yeah, I think because the the deadline they don't move the deadlines, eh? Yeah. They set it before the ex- before the exam and before even before the results come out. So you have to be sure. Yeah. 
I think they designed it to to make sure that um right after you get the results you'll go to the hospital immediately. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way they designed it. And especially for some there are actually some hospitals who actually start the pre residency even before the results come out. Yeah. And then you know na- what hospital you are. And then unti-unting mawawala yung mga applicants when they don't make it. Yeah, actually. That that's the start the start of the Hunger Games kasi. Mm-hmm. Weed out. Pero kasi I remember na well I think it's hard it's hard to apply but I think it's harder to get the license from PRC. I remember passing the board exam then I went to PRC. I think I was there for a whole half day just because of the the long line and the requirements you have to bring. All the pictures mm-hmm. uh, you have to pay oh. here, pay to window something like that. Yes. Then you have to line up until the third floor. Then, so on, I think stamp it's, and it's, pay, get by this stamp and then like that. Yeah, I think it's the biggest scam of all. That <laughs> metered stamp, uh, biggest scam of all. But yeah, everyone wants to. Well, we all have to do it, or else. Yeah. Really, but we can. I mean, we would line up there for hours and think, "Bakit hindi naayos tong sistema nato?" So I don't know what happened okay. this time. Until Is now, the, I think. I still believe it's the biggest scam of all talaga. Malay natin magbago na siya kasi uh, na-realize na nila yung mga potential ng online everything, online transactions. Come on. I, I already took the board twice. And hindi nagbago sa PRC at all. Sa bagay, ako nga ikaw pala. So, so ibi- oh, t- tama. So, both both times. Kasi sa PSBIM, a bit easier, right? Nah. Yeah, I remember PSBM is not conducted by the PRC. <laughs> and that's the biggest difference. Can you yeah. imagine the the PSBM, they're so organized that they they'll actually send the card to you. You won't even have to go to the main office anymore. I don't remember how I got my card. They called me up actually I think two weeks ago that they're going to send my card to via mail? Yeah, via mail, but they won't send it to your house. They'll send it to the hospital. Oh. So I think mine is already in the hospital. I just need to claim it. <laughs> ah, kasi for us, we claimed it during that induc- induction. I remember our induction was online. <laughs> but uh, you were in the hospital, right? So you were wearing pants. Um, You were wearing... Yeah, said- actually. But but we were, we were required to open our, our webcams. During the induction, so we have to raise our hands. Repeat after me. I will uphold the blah blah blah. And that was while you were doing rounds. No, no. Actually, we asked. Uh, we, me, at least me and Nile, we we ask permission to be excused from this mm-hmm. time to this time because we have to be inducted. Okay. I remember that. So I I I was wearing. Coat, a coat and tie. But I think I was wearing black jeans underneath. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was worth it. Yeah. 
I remember after PSBIM, if it's hard to get into residency, I think we 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 discussed this before. It's a lot harder to get into fellowship. A lot harder. A lot, lot harder. It's like the finals of the Hunger Games. It's like, ano ba siya? Ah, uh, yeah. Hunger Games, pero ma- ano, adult edition. Yeah, parang, when you start, when you started residency, that's the Hunger Games, everyone's killing each other. When you go to, the, when you go into fellowship, parang everyone's already killed each other, so all the final <laughs> ones are in the, fin- in the, in the, in the final round. So everyone's prepared to kill each, kill each other now. But but fortunately for us, from from where we are right now, we didn't really have to do that. I mean, there wasn't that kind of vibe. But I think for some institutions, parang meron talaga silang ganong um atmosphere like it's a competition, like because it's yeah. really hard to get into fellowship. Like it's not it's not an everyday thing na sige ayoko gusto ko mag gusto ko pumasok dito o kitatanggapin ako it's not like that I don't agree kasi with with competition eh, when it comes to co-residency I think like I said in resident in residency you all have to help each other mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter if someone has a higher grade or not in the end you all end up in the same shit afterwards the money eh. Siguro, the only difference is if you're if you are a chief fellow or a chief resident that that looks better on paper. Mm-hmm. So I, that's the main difference. But in the end, you'll be you'll all be spending time together. You'll all be facing the same horrendous things in residency, and you all have to help each other out. Yep. And if you don't eat. If there's someone who doesn't help you, then it means a freeloader sa yun lang yun. <laughs> or backstabber, it always happens. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. After the after the boards apply, look for for residency for for those thinking in going for those who are thinking of going to residency. Go into pre-res and decide mm-hmm. after that. You don't have to yeah. rush. Don't worry. Um, we know some people who have jumped from one subspecialty to another because they rushed rushed their decisions or. Parang at some point, ano lang talaga. Ganun lang yung interest. But um, I think it's going to be a very big part if you already know what you want. Yeah. To do, or if you're still figuring that out, it's fine. You'll have time for that. Don't rush, because it's gonna be like your life forever. Meron akong kakilala na nag-surge siya, and then after one month, nag-anis siya, and then, and then finally, nag-decide na siya mag-ortho na siya. And mm-hmm. so after a lot of time spend, uh, in, spent in another sub, in other subspects, na, na-find na na yung true love niya. So... I think eventually, naman, we all end up where we should be. Yeah. And, um, and I think we're allowed. Yeah, you don't have to rush. Yeah, and I think we're all allowed to do crazy stuff, especially those who are waiting for the boards. Um, crazy stuff, which means like, um, not doing anything that will endanger your life. Sayang naman yung pinag boards mo, kung 
nagawa kang something radical. So maybe just um do something to unwind, to take off the stress of waiting. Yeah. The waiting I mean, is always the worst. You all it's you always have time, don't worry. Don't don't try to fit everyone else's schedule to your own. So I for me I know someone who who was the same year with me but did not take the the internal medicine board exam with me because I think um she wants to focus on her pregnancy first. Mm-hmm. And which is not wrong. I mean if you're if you think that you're not psychologically prepared for yes. to review for the PSBAM, don't take it. Just take it on your own time. And and if for those who are listening that are still unclear whether or not you really want to become a doctor, you you have time to decide. Remember and I think in the last episode, one of my friends, Marvin, who who actually um I intentionally asked him to guess because he has he, he has a good perspective on entering medicine late so mm-hmm. he's our age but right now he's on his first year in medical school and he took it late in the game because he was undecided for so many years and right now when he's actually he's actually self-made right now and he finally decided that he wanted to become a doctor. So right now he's in medical school. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't matter if you if you fulfill your dreams of becoming a doctor in your 30s. It doesn't matter if you take if you start residency when you're in your middle of your, in the middle of 30s, <laughs> in your mid 30s. And it doesn't matter if you if you take or if you want to become a GP, that's fine. If you want to uh, if you want to go to subspecialty, that's fine. Also, it depends when you're when actually where you're comfortable with. And it in the end, if if it's really your dream, then you'll it'll come through eventually. It it really doesn't matter if you fail for the first time, mm-hmm. so long as you try harder and. As, so long as you try until you succeed, until you make it. Because some people just take the boards once and then give up. Give up, na. Yeah. So, um, we we know people who's who who didn't take the boards anymore after one take, but that's sayang after yeah. everything that you've been through, and after all of the blood, sweat, and tears that you've shed. Um, don't let one exam define you as a person. Well, um, and it's more. I think I think people who take the exam after failing has more character than those who walk away from the dream. So, yeah, yeah um, I think that's also still part of. Because for people who are take, going to take the PLE, sometimes it's such a big deal that they did that they think that if they fail, they're bad people or they're not worthy to take it anymore or but no, but it's just think about it. It's cliche, but it's true all the time that you you're you are where you are supposed to be. So if that happens, then maybe some maybe there's a bigger reason for that. But yeah, and still yeah. take it. It's yeah, for, just don't 
um, just may have your own timeline and make sure that if you're if you're not yet ready to take it, don't force yourself to take mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. But you you can't be scared to fail. And mm-hmm. if you fail, then just take it again the next year. You you can't mm-hmm. you can't be scared of failing because if you if you're always scared of failing, then you won't have the guts to do anything at all. So it it depends. It depends on you. So you have to think hard before you actually fail. If you, if you really want this hard enough to take the exam, uh, the exam is hard. It's not easy at all. And definitely, you won't have time to study everything. Not for the PLE, not for the PSBIM. So there will be topics that you won't know. I remember before they asked us in the PLE, who is Jon Snow? <laughs> yeah, in the exact question, who is Jon Snow? And and the choices as in Game of Thrones level, you know? No, no, not even close to Game of Thrones. But I think that was the type, that was the hype of Game of Thrones eh, when we were taking the PLE. Kasi, wow. <laughs> Who is Jon Snow? I, I really remember that. The, the And that's the, no, that's, that's the question. Who is Jon Snow? Period. <laughs> Okay, so I guess bonus yun for some people who were fans of the show. No, I mean... So, it's scientists it's some, done, yeah, it's, it's, it's some <laughs> scientists, apparently. Uh, something about cholera. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Like I said, you won't get the time to study everything. And... Well, as long as you're ready to take it, just take it. You don't have to be scared. It's the leap. It's, yeah, well, it's a, that's a big leap. <laughs> <laughs> Parang ano yun? Cliff. Cliff diving, yun. Yeah, just jump. But so, it, it, it's worth it in the end, promise. Yeah, iba yung feeling when you see your name on the list. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. When you see your name on the list, it's your pangalan mo nandun. Oh my God, um, I don't know how to say this, but mas masaya ako ngayon than when I had my first child. When we passed the boards, the PSIM. <laughs> Sabi na, don't tell my kid in the future, but mas masaya ako ngayon. <laughs> because Pero, it's, it's almost like that. Parang kasing, di ba, parang may inalagaan ka. You sacrifice so much for three years. And then you finally get the license to be called an internist. So it's just worth it. Yeah, and it's very and vindicating vindicate if it's a term you feel vindicated na when you pass the PSBAM or the PLE na I finally did something in my life na I'm I'm actually good at it's not all not everyone passes the boards yeah and we were the the few ones who did and I'm happy about it diba mm-hmm. 
it's worth it. Well, I guess that's that's the culture of medicine, guy. That's why that's one of the reasons why we did this podcast, diba? to talk about these these mm-hmm. things. So and to let you guys know that it's uh it's a universal thing, or if it's if you're feeling like um you're going through it alone, you're not. Um, yeah. Every one of each and every one of us has gone through the same thing, or parang a version of what you're going through. So. Um, this podcast was created for that, and so to inspire, to shed some light, and uh, just to, uh, especially for those who are an uh, aspiring doctors, to let you know the real soon, so so you know what's up. Yeah. We weren't told, were you? We weren't oriented before getting into med school. Neither Sherwin or, or I were, were oriented about in mga ins and outs of um medicine life. So yeah, this is our public service of some sort. Yeah. Well, meron pa tayo isang exam. Remember. <laughs> and I think this is this will be the hardest one. Yet. Yeah. Just know it. I think it is. I'm just going to Because after December, after December, we only have 15 months left. Tama? Or something like I'm that. I'm not counting actually, but I think so. <laughs> actually, the countdown starts when, um, when our seniors graduate, I think. When they... When they leave us, that's when the countdown starts. Yeah. Oh, well. So for anyone out there who wants to talk about stuff, like the anxieties of taking exams, residency, just hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. And if you have, like, topics you want to talk about, you want us to talk about people you want us to feature yeah just let us know through the through our instagram or twitter accounts yeah maybe we can set up uh just like ask me anything in our instagram page yeah 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 yeah. you can put stuff in there too yeah so basically that's it for this episode so we want to thank you for listening to our rants and our unbiased opinions regarding the PSBAM and the PLE. And we'll try to get in more people to um, from other subspecialties. So, yeah. And if you're willing to join us, um, even if we don't know you, um, just let us know and we'll do some, we'll work something out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think... We have more in store for you in the next couple of weeks. I'm sure when I sure when and I are preparing something, I think most people yeah. will um like appreciate or pull it off. <laughs> I just it. want yeah. And we I think this is going to be the tenth episode, so Is it? Yeah. What? I mean it's only the tenth episode, but I think we've been doing this for a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 
and it's been I think it's fairly successful. If ever if anyone's asking, we're not making anything out of this podcast <laughs> at all. At all. So we have no sponsors, we have no monetization yet. And yeah. I just want to give a shout out to our listeners ages forty five to fifty nine years old. <laughs> All, yeah, so thank you for listening. All 2%. It's 2% <laughs> of our demographics. And yeah. And That's we also good. want That's to everyone. Give, yeah. We also want to give a shout out to our listeners from the UK. All 1% of our <laughs> listeners from the UK. And um to friends and family. I don't know if my family, I don't know if anyone of my family listens to this, but to friends who have been listening to us since episode one. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for taking time for playing us in the background while you drive to work. Mm -hmm. And of course, our listeners from all around the globe, of course, number one still in here in, in Manila and course amazingly then the second demographic is in the united states <laughs> and specifically in texas i don't know why i don't know anyone from texas but i but thank you <laughs> yes thank you if you can relate to this podcast thank you yeah and that thank just proves for, this is universal yes and we have our number one number one episode, but I won't mention which episode is our number one episode. But we're happy with with the outcome of this podcast, and we're still trying to improve it. So basically, that's it for this episode. And yeah, like, yep. thank you. Oh yeah, and thanks to the people who are sweet enough and to message us that um. You like what you hear, and you appreciate what we do. Thanks to uh, three to four, five people <laughs> who who took their time to tell us that um it's comforting uh listening to us and you that you enjoy what we do. We'll try to make it better. We're thinking. Yes, of course, yeah. and. As always, we were just here to just randomly talk and hopefully everyone get the episode. Thank you and goodbye. It's a wrap. Good night.